welcome to Revolution Radio episode number three. Week three, coming at ya. So excited to be here tonight with you and we have so much in store tonight. Uh, And in case this is your first time and you're like, whoa, I just stumbled across this thing. We are Revolution Radio and we are the youth of Coast Community Church, which is located at Bensville and Tumby Umby on the Central Coast. And tonight... We this have. is good. We have legendary Lisa and Container Connor. <laughs> Container tonight. Legendary Lisa from Tumby is bringing the word, and Container Connor. More on that later. Is our student interview yeah, tonight? Mis- get mystery it, with Container get, Connor. Yeah, we'll get we'll get back to that later. But get excited for that. Yeah, so good. And just a recap: we're doing some challenges that are going for the whole term. So we're looking for the connect group with the most toilet paper rolls because they'll get a food party, and. We have the individual prize at the end of term for memorizing the most of Psalm 119. Now, I have heard this week that the Moody household is getting up to some saucy business with the uh, toilet paper <laughs> roll collection, so watch out for the Moody household. As for Psalm 119, still haven't heard from the public whether that's happening, but I can confirm that I am learning uh, verse 1 of Psalm 119 as we speak. And at the moment, Ooh. knowing one verse could win me a pizza party when we return to youth. So I'm feeling pretty good about that. That would be incredible. And we had our first weekly pizza challenge last week. And tonight... Someone's getting pizza tonight. Tonight, someone has a pizza. And we're going to reveal to you who that person is. But before we reveal that big news, we have so many honourable mentions. Yeah, first Connor on the container. This is what I was talking (laughs) about. Connor from Benny, shout out to you, mate. You were on top of a shipping container listening to the podcast through what looked like a Wonder Boom Bluetooth speaker. Don't know how you found yourself in that situation in life, mate, but I hope you're feeling safe. Yeah, and don't know if he got out of that situation. We haven't heard from Connor for a while. Yeah, (laughs) and another honourable mention on how we best listen to the Revolution Radio podcast is Willow. Willow in the wardrobe was listening to it. It looked cosy as I think I'm going to do that this week for when I listen to it. Mm -hmm. And last of all, we had Micah, who absolutely (laughs) destroyed the mat of her trampoline, literally went... I don't, I don't know. I feel like I mentioned trampoline last week when we were talking about ideas for this and Micah took that to a whole new level and, and it looks like the trampoline at her house is now Yeah, destroyed. it was like dropping a Nokia on the yeah. ground is what happened to the trampoline. <laughs> yeah, good breakdown. So if all of those things happened, what could be the winner, Eleanor? Oh, what could be the winner? Well, it's always going to win. Maddie had a rabbit. A tiny, cute rabbit. A tiny, cute, loving rabbit. On a leash. On a leash, listening to the podcast. And in my head, I envision them going on a long romantic walk (laughs) along the beach while listening to the podcast. So, Maddie... Hope you're enjoying your pizza. Not sure what flavor. We'll verify later, but we hope you're enjoying it, Maddie. Yeah, incredible. So while we're on the topic of food, we are going to go to a grocery update. Here's the grocery update. This was brought up in Connect Group the other day, and I've just noticed it. Do you know there's more than one type of Coles chook? No. You've got the regular chook, and then you've also got the Portuguese chook. Fancy. And then there's also, like, the fancy, like, I'm not going to say vegetarian chook because it doesn't make sense. Do you, you think know it's I mean? funny, like though? The, the Portuguese chook has a more tanned complexion and is slightly fitter and better looking than the regular chook. No comment. <laughs> so I'm back on Keegan's noodle train. Anyway, I love migoring. And my favourite flavour of migoring is satay. the satay brown packet. Yeah, I know these things. 
it's the best. But since this whole COVID-19, I feel like everyone's on my gym and it hasn't come back in. We came to Coles at 6am the other day for toilet paper. We might now need to come for Migarin. I think so. Hey, Caleb, come hey. over here. Hey, yep. So, you know how the other week you got the giant box, box of uh, Nutrigrain? Ah, uh, yep. It's my turn. Uh-oh. I want one kilo of penne. I thought you were going to say the catacorn fruit loops. <laughs> no, that's uh, next week. <laughs> li- okay, I was going to say a little bit disappointed not to get the fruit loops. Penne. Penne. I feel like $9 actually isn't that good for penne. No, it's so good. A kilo. Come on. That was the grossy update. Well, we're here with none other than the best baller in the revolution community. I don't know. Maybe there's someone out there who would challenge that. Maybe when we're back uh, <laughs> meeting again in person, someone would like to challenge Connor to a, to a bit of basketball. But I'm convinced he's the best. Mm-hmm. Connor, how are you today, bro? Good. That's the way. Feeling good. The listeners, the listeners at home can't see how good your camera work is right now. You're kind of zooming right in on your nostrils every time you say something. I really appreciate that. <laughs> It's going to provide lots of laughs for us on this end, that's for sure. Oh, good. <laughs> hey, uh, we're going to ask you a couple questions. I'm looking forward to hearing your answers. So, Eleanor, do you want to hit Connor with the first pressure question? Sure. We would love to know, Connor, your isolation life hack. But, uh, no, or Xbox. <laughs> and a lot of it. Just straight and Xbox. And money spending. Ooh. Yep. How are you spending your money? On Xbox. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I think I spent my... I think I spent like $400 so far in isolation. For the record, we don't endorse this. This is just Connor's experience during uh, isolation. But hey, whatever works. Do you have a promo code? Yeah, yeah. I recommend it. (laughs) If you type in Connor400, you get a $400 discount on any Xbox game. I don't know. Is that true? Yeah, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) I assume you play NBA 2K whatever. M- most of the time y- yes i do yeah yeah that's yep <laughs> that sounds that sounds <laughs> about right okay well second question what is what is something you have learned during isolation connor and it, hopefully something that's not about xbox i have a really high metabolism system thing i eat a lot of food and i don't put on any weight <laughs> Whoa. that's incredible what's been the go-to food of choice your favorite snack or meal or whatever it is a lot of Milo bars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that explains why you're not putting on weight because that is pure nutrition for athletes right there, I think. Pure protein. Mm. <laughs> so good. Oh, well, uh, so, so far what we've learned from Connor is game and eat a lot of food. That is, that's Connor's coping mechanism um, so far. When we called you before, no surprises, you were outside playing basketball. So that gives me some hope that you've done more than just eat and, uh, and play video games. Um, <laughs> last question, our favorite question, probably what, what does Jesus mean to you, Connor? Tell us about, uh, Jesus. Does, is he a big part of your basketballing life or is it more than that? Um, I don't know. Jesus is we're good. I, yeah, we talk a lot. I read the Bible a little bit. Um, we got a good relationship. Um, I'm not sure, but we're, we're, yeah, we're good. That's heaps good. Um, I can, I can hear yeah. you like, you're kind of like, it's like if you ask someone, how's, how's your relationship with this person? It's kind of like, uh, 
Why are you asking? <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with it? <laughs> but what I'm what I'm hearing, Connor, is that Jesus is 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 pretty important to you. Would I would I be mm. hearing correctly? Yep, he is. Very cool. So good. So, so good. Well, thank you, Connor, for your time and being on the podcast with us. We've loved hearing your answers. And um, I'm going to learn how to Xbox and how to Milo um, <laughs> and also hang out with Jesus a bit more after being inspired by you. So thank you, Connor. All good. <laughs> Peace out. Uh, I look forward to dunking on you more often in the future. Yeah, that won't be happening. Well, Connor's going to get dunked on. It's inevitable. But hey, we've arrived at uh, an excellent part of the week, memes. And I want to kick it off because last week during Midweek Connect Group, Mm -hmm. we had a competition to redesign. So my fellow Connect Group leader, Russ, of the senior boys at Bensville. You, you, Russ. You, you, Russ. uh, Drives New South Wales transport, patient transport vans. So kind of like ambulances, but a little bit different. We had a competition to redesign them. Basically, it was like pimp my ambo. (laughs) Uh, we're going to post the results and you can pick your favorite. Amazing. Uh, also, Alana McGuinness has created a TikTok and it's all about her sweet little dog. And this sweet little dog does not have the um, blessing, I suppose, of sight. Oh, it's like blind. It, it is okay. full blind. We can pray for that later. Yeah. <laughs> but she has made a TikTok. It'll make you laugh. It's a little bit dark humory, maybe, Ooh. but... Good times. <laughs> okay, contentious, but I look forward to seeing it. And last but not least, shout out to Mia Bai because she's posted a hashtag relatable meme for me. Uh, it says, no one, and then silence, and then boys after church trying to impress girls, and then there's a little cartoon of a dude trying to lift 180 chairs at once <laughs> with, like, flexy arms. And I can relate to that because the first time I ever came to church with Eleanor here on the Central Coast at... at um, Coast community, mm. I, I fully confess to that exact kind of attitude, trying oh, to carry yeah. too many chairs at once. Yeah. So much lifting, so good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're going to jump into worship with Joey. It's a favorite part every week. And right off the back of that, we're going to jump into the message with legendary Lisa from Tumby. Get excited for that. Uh, but I'm going to get Eleanor to pray and then we'll go into worship and the message together. Awesome. Let's pray. Lord God, I thank you uh, for tonight. I thank you for all the good that's going to come through it. I pray that as we head into a time of worship that we'll be able to really focus and um, yeah, really let those words and the music sink in God. And I pray that as Lisa speaks to us tonight, that you'll be able to speak through her um, in a deep way into our hearts. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Grace runs 
had an awesome week. I'm so excited to be sharing with you tonight. Can I start by asking you a question? If I was to ask you who your best friend was, what would you say? I wonder if some of you would find that a hard question to answer. Some of you might answer by saying, well, I have more than one best friend. I wonder, can you have more than one best friend? Shouldn't the term best mean that there can only be one? The bestest of the best? It presents quite a conundrum, doesn't it? When I was in Year 7, I tried to have two best friends, and it did not work out very well. My first best friend was my next-door neighbour. We had been best friends since I was nine, but when I started high school, I made some new friends. One person in particular I got on with really well was a new girl in my class who had just moved into the area. We had heaps in common, and we hit it off pretty quickly. Several months went by, and she started referring to me as her best friend, and soon I started doing the same. Everything was going along fine until my first best friend found out. She was furious. She told me I could not have two best friends and that I would have to choose. She also told me if I chose the other girl, that she and I could no longer be friends. Now my new best friend knew all about the other best friend and she didn't see it as a problem. She saw no reason why I couldn't have two best friends. But apparently my best friend number one did not share this opinion. Now to all the boys out there listening to this, you are probably thinking this sounds ridiculous. But boys, trust me, 
Friendships between girls are really complicated. So there I was, faced with this impossible choice. What should I do? I'm ashamed to admit that I chose best friend number one. I actually told my new friend that we could no longer be friends. I stopped hanging out with her in the playground. I stopped sitting next to her in class. I even stopped speaking to her. Can you imagine? I was so awful. I still remember seeing her sitting all alone in the playground and feeling so guilty. She looked so hurt. The problem was, I had let another person influence my behaviour. I knew what I had done was hurtful, but I had allowed my friend to negatively influence the way I treated another person. I was reminded of this story this week when I was reading my morning devotion. I was reading the story of the woman who washed Jesus' feet. Jesus had been visiting someone when a woman came into the home. This woman had a pretty bad reputation. She was crying and her tears fell on Jesus' feet and wet them. So she wiped his feet dry with her hair. Okay, so that sounds a bit weird, right? I'm guessing she felt really bad about the whole crying on his feet thing and maybe there just wasn't any towels around. So she dried his feet with her hair and then she poured really expensive perfume all over them. Now Jesus had super clean and nice smelling feet. Winning combination, right? Sadly, no. There were some Pharisees in the room. Pharisees were like the church leaders in those days and they were not happy. In fact, they were actually kind of angry about what had happened. They were angry at the woman because they said she had wasted the perfume. Apparently, its value was worth about a year's wage. Must have been some good perfume, hey? And they were also angry at Jesus. They told him he should not have let the woman touch him. Remember, she did have a very bad reputation. And they told him he should send her away immediately. Now Jesus had a choice. He could listen to the influence of the Pharisees or he could do what is right. No surprises, he told the Pharisees where to go. He then turned to the woman and told her her sins had been forgiven. More tears from the woman, no doubt. And the Pharisees, they got even more upset. The point is, Jesus did not let the Pharisees' negativity influence his behaviour towards another person. On top of that, he then went on to explain to the Pharisees why he had done what he did and then he influenced their way of thinking in a positive way by challenging them to do the same. Now back to my two best friends' disaster. I will forever look back on the choice I made at that time and regret it. It was the first of many times my best friend would negatively influence me to mistreat others. She was a very toxic person in my life for a very long time. I wonder, can you think of a time when you were negatively influenced to mistreat another person? Maybe you were at school and everyone was making fun of someone in your class or in the playground. So you joined in too. After all, it's better than making fun of them, not you, right? Or maybe some of your friends were talking trash about another friend who wasn't there at the time. You didn't join in, 
but you didn't stick up for them either. Jesus challenged the Pharisees to rethink the way that they treated people. I think that challenge is for us too. Are we going to be the kind of person that allows people to negatively influence the way we treat others, to potentially hurt other people the way that I hurt my friend in high school? Or are we going to be more like Jesus, not allowing negative influences to change our behaviour and in fact being someone who sets an example of how to treat people with respect and potentially influence others to do the same? It's not an easy choice. Sometimes doing life Jesus' way is risky. It's not always cool to be respectful and nice to people. Sometimes it might mean people are disrespectful or not nice to us in return. But you know what? I will never forget that hurt look on my friend's face all those years ago. I don't want to be the reason someone feels like that again. I think Jesus was right. It may not be easy, but I'm going to give it a go. How about you? What are you going to do? Well, that was an awesome message from Lisa tonight. And I know it related to me and hit me hard, but welcome. Yeah, not me, because I'm a boy. (laughs) (laughs) We just want to welcome Lisa. Um, We're going to have a bigger chat with her. So how are you going, Lisa? I'm great, thank you. So good. Loved it so much. And we have a few questions that we'd love to know um, about off the back of that. And we want to know, how can you recognize someone in your life who is having a negative influence on you in this area, like that first friend you spoke about was. So how can we identify those people? Okay. Um, If you have a friend who is asking you or encouraging you to do something that you're not comfortable doing, I would say that's a pretty good indicator that they're not a positive influence on you. Uh, Or even if they were doing or being involved in things that you weren't comfortable with, so you're not actually doing it, but they're doing it, Um, that would probably also be an indicator that there's a potential for maybe Mm. some bad influence to happen. Mm. So it's very much about how you feel when you're, when when maybe they're suggesting an activity or treating someone in a certain way. It's like, Mm. Ooh, that didn't quite sit right with me. And sometimes I think we can, like the temptation can be to just ignore that feeling because often, like you mentioned in your message, it's not the cool thing to do to like stand up in a situation, for example. But I guess those feelings are really important to learn to trust um, yeah, go was, with there, your gut. was there a moment mm. is there a specific moment you remember I was curious where with friend number one you had to do that like where you recognized it was there a moment where it flipped um no it was it was very progressional for me yeah. like she as I said she was a friend for a really long time and we remained friends for probably a, a solid four years beyond the story that I told tonight wow. um and the circumstances with our friendship just continued to escalate yeah. And um, I don't know if there was a defining moment, but it probably came with her really moving away quite unexpectedly um, for me to realise that her absence in my life was actually a really good thing. Mm. Wow. So it can be progressional like that as well. I think that's gold. It's not something you might just like notice straight away. Oh, I get it now. That person's a bad influence on me. It might be over time. I would say that that's probably even how it happens more often, I, I would guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wish I'd woken up to it a lot earlier than I did. Mm. And hopefully a lot of us will wake up to those things earlier. Thanks to you sharing that. Lisa. So, 
Thanks for sharing that with us. <laughs> um, so, so we talk about in that we kind of talked about recognizing when someone might be being a negative influence. Let's talk about what you do in that situation um, if you recognize that someone is having a negative influence on you. What what would you say to that? Yeah, cool. Look, I reckon there's two options really. Um, option number one would be to actually end the friendship, um, which might sound really harsh. Um, but if there is someone in your life that's really having a bad uh, bad influence on you, that probably is the most sensible thing to do. And as mm-hmm. I just shared with you in the end, that was kind of what happened with the friendship that I was talking about tonight. Um, but as I said, it also took me a really long time to realise that that actually needed to happen. Yeah. Um, it wasn't easy and it was pretty painful, but it was, for me, the best thing in the long run. Option number two is you can try and turn things around. So rather than them being a bad influence on you, you can try and be a good influence on them. Uh, But that's not always easy either. Um, It's a bit like that classic analogy that you've probably all heard of one person being on a chair and the other person being on the ground. Mm. The chair person's trying to pull the ground person up while the ground person's trying to pull the chair person down Mm. um, and the ground person wins every time. This it's a lot like, easier to pull someone down than it is yeah. to, to pull them up. That sounds like a game yeah. that we're going to play at youth as soon as we're back. <laughs> <laughs> the bad influence yeah. game. <laughs> the bad influence game. Yeah, so you do have to be careful. If that's uh, the, the road you want to travel, um, it's not the easiest one to do and I guess you have to be aware, am I losing this battle? Um, are they pulling me down more than I'm pulling them up? Yeah. yeah. If that's the case, then probably option number two is not working for you. That's so that's golden. And I reckon I want to see, you know, you hang out with the Tummy Crew a lot. We hang out with the Bensville Crew more. Next time we have a combined night, Lisa versus Eleanor in the chair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Just going like, on the chair. <laughs> you get the ground. <laughs> Clearly because I'm the bad influence. <laughs> uh, no, I wasn't saying anything. I didn't, I didn't say that. Oh, I'm in trouble. Oh, this is bad. Uh, is this one of those boy moments that you mentioned? I don't know. Um, <laughs> it could be. <laughs> before, before we leave that kind of idea behind of like, what, what do you do if you recognize that? This is kind of crazy to suggest perhaps, but what if you see behavior in your own life where you're like, oh, maybe I'm actually being a bad influence um, in, in these people's lives by some of the things I'm doing. What, would you have any advice there? Because sometimes we all make mistakes, say things we might realize afterwards that maybe I shouldn't have said that wasn't the best idea. What, what do you think in, in that situation if you recognize some of your own behavior? Look, I think it's really hard to sometimes realize when you are being that person. Um, I think taking the opportunity to reflect on situations and perhaps if you've had an experience with a friend that's not really gone well and you've kind of wondered what went wrong there, just taking some time to sort of think about the relationship and what's occurred uh, and just evaluate, I guess, where you're at and what you're and what they're to identify that that could be the issue, then perhaps maybe it's time to look at making some changes there for yourself as well. Mm, Yeah, we were chatting about it just before how the whole... um, the difficulties in life of being a teenage girl and like sometimes you're doing things that are so not yourself and that's such a hard moment to um, pull yourself out of that, especially when people around you are the same so for the record I think teenage boys do dumb stuff like that too not just girls <laughs> <laughs> true I, I've never been a teenage boy <laughs> yeah I guess our own, we're, we can only speak from our own experiences but it's so hard when all your mates are like doing the same thing or like you were talking about in your message when even it's not that you're the person being mean, but you've seen that happen or like you're a witness to it. It's so, so challenging to be that person that just goes, oh, I'm going to go on with that. And that kind of links heaps to the story that you shared. I love that you shared that story about Jesus um, and the woman that 
But we want to know, what do you think allowed Jesus to have courage in that moment and do the right thing? And how, how do we do the same thing that Jesus did? Because I don't know, that's, that's really, really courageous what he did there. Yeah, well, for starters, he is Jesus, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so he does kind of, he's supposed to get it right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Dang it. I guess, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, so perfect. Um, I guess Jesus really just had a very clear understanding of what was right. And he wasn't mm-hmm. afraid to stand up for those who didn't see that. Um, and I guess for us, I think we need to just kind of try and do the same. So we need to get it right in our head about what is right and the best way to be treating other people and be prepared not to budge on that. Mm. Um, And our confidence to actually do that probably needs to come from God. Um, I would suggest if you feel like your confidence is lacking a bit, maybe to pray about it. Mm. Um, In Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10, it says that our strength comes, so we should look to him to give us the courage we need to stand up for what we believe in. Yeah, that's so cool. So So it's about like sitting down and going, okay, no, this is how I want to treat other people, yeah. knowing that in your head beforehand and then and then spending time with God, building up that courage. Because like you said, Jesus himself nailed it. So why not hang out with him and, and borrow a bit of that courage? I like that. Just like Connor Whitteson said before in the student interview, we were talking yeah. with a student earlier and he said, yeah, me and Jesus are good. We just hang all the time. There you go. Connor didn't even know what his advice was. He didn't even know it was so cool. There you go. That's right. Hey, well, that, that's, was. that's so cool, Lisa. Thank you so much for hanging out with us and answering those questions and thank you again for that message it was uh really really good no problem it was a pleasure thanks for having me join us here friday night for revolution radio and small groups for the all the goodness of our normal friday nights with youth interviews challenges prizes exploring jesus and more random shenanigans coming up next friday night small groups will go head-to-head in epic cross-campus trivia nights And join us Friday the 19th of June for a live online panel where your leaders will answer questions about Jesus and other random topics. Friday the 3rd of July, we'll party like it's the 4th of July and see the turnout with a revolution lip sync battle. Remember to keep collecting those toilet rolls to your chance to win your small group at dinner party. And how are you going with the Psalm 119 challenge? Keep an eye on our socials for all the info about our upcoming events. This is Elijah Cashin signing off. Well, that was Elijah Cashin straight from the 1960s on the radio. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you for that, Elijah. Emphasis there on Trivia Night. Trivia Night. Which is next week. Yes, you heard correctly. Next week. Stand by for Trivia Night next week. Well, uh, you've, you know about our term-long challenges. We've talked a little bit about the uh, Psalm 19 and the toilet paper collecting, but it's time for a new weekly challenge. Someone's going to get a pizza next week. So excited about this pizza. So the challenge we're putting to you is to create a TikTok. Now, it can be any TikTok that you like, a dance or whatever it is that you feel inspired by, but it must be done with an adult. We're talking parents. We're talking grandparents. We're talking teacher. Any... We don't mind who. Any adult You just need to get an adult in your world mm, in the TikTok. In the TikTok. We want to be able to see them. Whether it's cool dance moves, we don't mind. But we want you to do that this week, and you could win a pizza... So send your entries to your Connect Leader or to the Coast Revolution pages. And we are so excited to see these and share them as well. Yeah. Hey, well, we've had another great week hanging out together with you guys. And, uh, you know, same as always, we want to see your memes. So send them in this week. Share your setup. How are you listening to this podcast? We want some ideas. Uh, And whatever you share off the back of this podcast, make sure you tag Coast Revolution so that we can check it out. 
So keen. And now we're jumping onto our Zooms. So if you don't have a Zoom group yet, you're not in a connect group, please, please, please message us on our socials and we'd love to get you connected into a group that's right for you. We got you. Share this podcast with your friends. We'd love to have as many people as we can listening in. And remember, trivia next week, brainstorm those names. You need them tonight. It's next week, people. Get your trivia team names sorted and we'll see you at Trivia Night. Bye.